August 15th, 2022, and welcome to episode 47 of Stop Skeletons and Podcasting, your exclusive Stop Skeletons and Fighting podcast, featuring your Stop Skeletons and Fighting players, me, Derek, and me, Grace, and the, Grace. the bloomer of the people. Yes. The people's bloomer. Exactly. Because, man, we have, we have big updates on, for a franchise that almost no one cares about, and a game from that franchise, people care even less about. Yep. Pikmin Bloom. Pikmin Bloom. Listen, I, I, I'm also I, okay. There are a lot of podcasts out there, even and I would say a lot of video game podcasts. But I would wager to guess um, that we are your number one source for Pikmin Bloom <laughs> discussion. Uh, in that, I think we've talked about it at least five times over the last year <laughs> that it's come out. Um, it hasn't even been a year yet. <laughs> Well, no, November, I think, so pick, is the year. So I think we need to actually like set up. So we have a big Pikmin Bloom story. I thought I you think, were going to say that we need to set up boundaries. Where no, we don't talk about it. No, I'll say we need to set up. What is Pikmin Bloom first off? Oh, <laughs> OK. Well, um, as the people's bloomer, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll explain. <laughs> it's Are you uh, wearing bloomers right now. Um, that's, you know what? A lady never tells. And by bloomers, do I mean our exclusive Pikmin Bloom uh, visor that they gave us. I can't because my head's too weirdly shaped. <clears throat> it's, it's a long story. Okay, so Pikmin Bloom is a game by Niantic in association with Pokemon. Yes. It's, or sorry, with Nintendo. Nintendo yeah, but sorry. the Pokemon Go people made a bit of Pikmin. Yes, yeah, or the Inverness people if you want to get pedantic I, what, I want to get Niantic Grace you don't want to get Niantic on the podcast <laughs> you don't want to get NBA World on the podcast no. which is an upcoming NBA based yeah. walking app that I'm very excited for because I'm sure it's going to be terrible I'm going to get Niantic on you rats I ain't finished you by damn sight said Marcellus Wallace in at the end of that one sequence in Pulp Fiction in the wire? no Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Okay. He said medieval on your ass. Okay. I said Niantic. I have to explain the joke to you because it, that makes it funnier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it's basically a glorified pedometer um, with even less gameplay loop aspects than Pokemon Go, if you're familiar with Pokemon Go. And I, I don't know why. I guess it's just because I'm already just ride or die for Pikmin, but I, I'm in it. I am getting my steps. I am... I am doing the things the app wants you to do. Like I've, I've, my daily average for steps since I started playing this game has shot up by like three thousand. Like yeah, on, like I'm, I'm walking three thousand more steps today than I would have otherwise. That's awesome. I'm just, I'm out here. I'm planting flowers. I'm blooming twenty four seven. I am always gaming, never not gaming. Yeah. So that's great. A B B. Um. Always be blooming. <laughs> at the same time, I feel like I am part of a, a shrinking demographic. I, I cannot believe that really there's anyone playing this game. you're the gods of a shrinking Pikminverse. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yep. I am. Thank you, My Chemical Romance. I was Muse, but... Muse. Yeah, oh, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was close. I was close. That's a B-side off of the Hullabaloo soundtrack. That's of, Yeah, that, that was there's, really there's, reaching, expecting me to recognize yeah, that. They released it between <laughs> uh, Absolution and Origin of Symmetry, as you know. Anyway. Okay, okay. Well... Another joke that needs to be explained. Yeah, it's, I'm on. I'm it's just, way funnier. Yep. <laughs> it's, way, it's better this way. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Anyway, I... 
Niantic is going through a little bit of financial trouble at the moment. They have canceled a few games that uh, were in the works, including like a tra- I think a Transformers based game. I might be remembering things wrong. <laughs> it's so they they made a Harry Potter game that came and fucking went already. It crashed um, and burned which, more like, like it. You would think that's the slammest dunk of all time. Take a take the Pokemon Go thing and put it a Harry Potter. Uh, what? I don't know. Well, so it's anyone's guess that Pikmin has outlived Harry Potter. Here's the thing. I feel like Pokemon is a little bit more special than almost any other franchise because I think it uniquely lends itself to this sort of concept better than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the NBA game. I, I just can't <sighs> stop thinking about it because am I just going to be walking around trying to catch LeBron James and then use him to, like, shoot baskets into the like so I can like take control of this nearby church. I'm guessing that's what like, it is. Like is that is. basically I'm I'm thinking that's you're just be it's this. just a, you're doing free throws like you're doing with the Pokemon balls, right? I mean that's I I don't know. Yeah. So it's it makes I don't know. Pokemon in particular is better suited for it because you gotta catch them all. And you gotta walk around, find all the all the little pokey boots. And the augment I mean this is also like kind of an pokey augmented babies. reality thing, but like the Pokemon go thing it's the augmented reality of like pikachu's here in my bedroom gotta get him you know like there's this that's just the appeal of that is immediate mm-hmm. uh i now have played pikmin bloom i still don't quite really understand how it's much of a game it's not because that's what it is it's not yeah <laughs> it's a it, it, is, it is even it is more of a pedometer a pedom- yeah. than everyone else everything else mm-hmm. anyway anyway but so like, yeah but like most like niantic games they have community days um, where like you, you 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 do your thing on a Saturday or yeah, a Sunday. You get out, you get off your couch and you go out into the, the world. Yeah. And you get like 10% bonus or two times yeah. you know, speed up for certain things. And, and, you, and for Pikmin, what it usually means is um, flowers will bloom into the special flower of the month. This month it's sunflowers. That's mm-hmm. cute. So we're just like walking around. Yeah, and that's the game part of it, I suppose, is like. You walk around with your Pikmin, and they gather stuff that you that is nectar, mm-hmm. and then you feed them nectar. The nectar turns into flower petals. You turn on your flower petals as you walk. You you you, you plant the you petals plant the, that you've collected. yeah kind of yeah. Johnny Appleseed style, and then the world around you just gets more flowerful, and that's about it. Yeah. Do you need any more? Always be mm-hmm. blooming. A B B. Always be blooming. So, um, but one of the things I was so excited for this month, because even though Niantic is based in Seattle, they have not had an in-person community day event in Seattle since this game came out. They've been all over. They've been in London, Singapore, China, just everywhere. Not here. How about just down the street, guys? Yeah. Around the corner. But finally this month, it was Seattle's turn. And, um... I was so stoked. Yeah. I, I called up the only other Pikmin <laughs> Bloom playing person I know. Yeah. Which is uh, Kelsey Lewin, who was on the podcast last yes, week. Yes, yes. And uh, we made plans. We got breakfast. We um, I made Derek download Pikmin Bloom. <laughs> we got, so <laughs> so we we got could, up we early. We yeah. went to like, you know, we went to brunch. And then we like, okay, well, we're going to. Mimosas were had. I just had, I did not have mimosa because I would have put, I had coffee. Yeah. Because mimosas put me back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So you had, wait, 
I think it was just you had the mimosa. Even Kelsey was like, no, I can't have mimosa. <laughs> That's okay. Yep. I was trying to make it seem like everyone was day drinking, but no, it was just me. Yeah, it was just you. <laughs> and just the one mimosa, not even not even day drinking. Yeah, I have such a low tolerance, guys. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm 30. Next time, though. I'm next, 32. You know what? Next time, we might need, we might need some drinks. Drinky drinks. Because, uh... I basically had it set up so that it would take because basically the way these events work is you have to walk like 5,000 steps to get a prize. That was 10. Nope. 5,000 steps to get the the in-person prize, which is about two and a half, like two mile, one mile. I don't know. It it changes. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So I set it up so that we would walk basically two miles to get to the appointed Pikmin spot where they were supposed Mm -hmm. to be. So we do that. We walk. It's it's wonderful. We go to Green Lake. We see literally a a oh murder oh my God. of dachshunds. Just we happen to go there in the middle of dachshund meetup. There's day. like a wiener dog meetup. I think I saw thirty it was, glorious, beautiful. I saw 40, misshapen dogs, and then some guy in his backpack had like three puppies in a backpack, and he was like, "Oh yeah, check it out." And he's like, "Pivots around, pet my puppies." It was awesome. And as we were walking away from the meetup, we kept on seeing more wiener dogs. They're like, oh, we, we saw your party. You're almost there. It was awesome. Yeah. That was the start of our day. That was the, dare I say, the highlight? Well, it certainly <laughs> it certainly did not get much better than that. <laughs> so we, we get there. We get to where I... The, okay, so the app didn't have an address of where we should go, which is red flag number one. Yeah, yeah. But I had found an address in the... Um, like on Seattle on the cheap.com, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had found an address. So we go there. There is no one there. Yep. It is just a a dirt mound, basically. Now, there's that, room room for a uh table with some signage and a little like Instagram area set up. There you could have had it there. I, I it would have made sense to have had a little It would have made sense. A, it was a, you not know, there. Stand. So we keep walking around and we finally google some more apparently there is has been a new bulletin and i don't know if the website just had the wrong address before and they changed it but it was now located at woodland park zoo which is very different from woodland park where we were before so anyway we start walking (laughs) to woodland park zoo about a mile two miles from where we were yeah so So we get we get to the top of the zoo no, no one's there. We go walk around to the other side of the zoo. No one's there. So then we walk around to the west entrance and we finally see people who look like they're going to be playing Pikmin Bloom. And yeah. if you can close your eyes, imagine what that person is wearing. Perhaps a novelty Metroid Prime t-shirt or uh, uh, one, Zelda, some sort of Splatoon uh, uh, shirt. No, I think one of them, the, <laughs> what I saw was there was a guy uh-huh. with a Zelda Triforce, kind of a very generic Zelda Triforce shirt. Uh, but very classy, very, very, I mean, I don't want to say generic, sorry. Solid Zelda Triforce. You could, you didn't exactly know right away that it was a gaming shirt. I did. I saw this guy looking down at his phone and his two friends also looking down at their phones. And we just kind of went, you guys blooming? And they were like, yeah. And they were like, always be blooming. Absolutely. That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the secret, that's the secret handshake. Um. Anyway, so it turns out that the event is inside of the zoo. And at this point, we, we have walked... Oh, like double what our steps are. Like we yeah. we've walked ten thousand steps, which is a lot. Like I, we're I, yeah. We're I had tired. a goal to get ten thousand steps for just like a personal, so I can get leveled up in the in the in the uh, game. And I think by the time we got to the zoo, I had 
I was like, a, I was working on my 12,000th 12, step. Yeah. So, and then we were like, the event to get this visor, which is the thing I'd been excited about, is apparently we were going to get sun visors. I was like, awesome. I yeah, want a sun visor. I need a Pikmin sun visor. So it turns out they're, they are inside of the zoo, not just at the zoo, inside. To get inside of the zoo in lovely old liberal Seattle, you have to pay $30 with including tax, including tax, roughly $30. Yeah. At this point, we're like, are, is this worth it to us? And then we look around and we see the visors we had been promised were, in fact, paper Burger King, Burger King crown style, <laughs> like, Pikmin junk like it was the, the so disappointed blue yellow and red different you know colors of pikmin but it was not like a plastic visor or you know a shitty like felt velcro literally the same construction paper you would use for a burger king crown i don't know what i was expecting like, I, was just- I, I was expecting more and i don't know why i allowed myself to because yeah. this is pikmin bloom this game is not gonna last more than a year. It's so yeah. I'm shocked that it already has. I'm shocked at how long it's lasted. There's almost no activity for it online ever. It's yeah. So were, I, I was just like, oh, so. and also a fun fact: like while this is happening, apparently a Pokemon Go event is happening in the Seattle Center. Which I'm not sure if you're aware of this. That's where the Space Needle is. Kind of like the center of fucking Seattle of Washington, really. Like that. They're having an event, Pokemon also, Go, around the Space Needle. a place Hard where it's free to go. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, unless they were like, you got to go, you know, Mewtwo's on top of the machine. You got to go up top to, you know. I, I don't think, but I don't, I don't know if, think they would do that. I don't think the technology is quite there oh, okay. for that. I, I don't know. Um, but, but, yeah, we, so anyway. So, yeah, it cost us like almost $60 to uh, get your tickets to go inside. But at this point, we were like just sunk cost fallacy. Like, we <laughs> might as flipping well you know what i my recollection of the situation was like you and kelsey were kind of like is this are we and i just was like i slammed my credit card down it's like i came too far (laughs) two tickets please um so and and as we're waiting in line to get as we're waiting in line to get into the zoo suddenly a man with several visors in a plastic bag someone who clearly belongs to the pikmin event walks out of the zoo while we're in line so basically if we had just gotten there 10 minutes later <laughs> so we, we would have gotten our visors without having to actually look, look, go in let me just like paint a picture for you i'm so sad we get to the zoo we're walking around we can't figure out where to go we're looking on the subreddit we're looking we're refreshing the website we find some people and they're like what do you do and they're like we uh, we don't know either and then somebody else goes no we see a kid leave the zoo with the visor on him. We're like, oh, it's in the zoo. So we walk up there, we him and we haw, we stand in line to buy a ticket. We buy our tickets, then we stand in line to get into the zoo. And it's a Saturday. At this point, it's like 11 o'clock. Uh, families are there. It's a really, really sunny, gorgeous day out there. So it's everyone's going to the zoo. The line is like almost out the door into the parking lot just to get, once you have the ticket. So it's still, it was like, Waiting in separate lines, about 10 to 15 minutes overall. Literally, we're at the person who's going to rip our tickets and get in. This is when we see the person leave (laughs) the zoo uh, entry point with all the signage and and a bunch of hats and stuff. It's like like last possible minute. (laughs) 
before the guy was like, I think I was about to hand him my tickets and he was like, sir, can you, uh, sir? And I was just like, my, my head just craned <laughs> over, my hand pulled away from him. I was like, oh, never mind. Here. <laughs> And then when we and then when we got to the zoo, we got our hats, we got we got our Instagram pictures, and then we were like, "Well, fuck it, we should walk around the zoo a little bit." I mean, we're all so tired, yeah, so I, thirsty, and we're like, "I guess there's penguins. Let's go, let's go look at the penguins." And then there's uh, there's there's a bird sanctuary that was uh, closed that day. There's Bug World. We went to Bug World. <laughs> I wasn't thrilled about Bug World. The uh, the petting zoo, which is my favorite part of the zoo, was um, on lunch break. Oh, yeah, because I think it was like noon to one is like lunch break, and it was like 12.10. Ugh. Like, again, we should have shown up later. We would have gotten a, a free math. If we showed up later, we would have maybe still had to pay to get our dumb hats. But at least we would have had to pet some animals. Okay, so um, just a, a quick, a brief interlude. Luigi64 in the chat, if you are part of the Patreon Patreon and listening in real time yeah, on the while Discord we're here. doing the podcast, has just posted roughly um, by how much we paid, $600 worth of Pikmin yeah. balloon hats. Oh, we did get <laughs> into the chat. We did get postcards and pins. We yeah. Did, we did get some Pikmin blue pins and postcards. Um, Disappointing pins. To be fair, because it just says, it's just the text. It just says Pikmin Bloom Community Day. It should be a red Pikmin with a daisy at the top. Is what it should have been. It should say like Seattle, August 2022. Like, like, I understand they can't, if they can't do that, because they do like three like global events every month or whatever. So that's. You make a trillion dollars on Pokemon Go. <laughs> no. Dude, they, Niantic is not doing well yeah like honestly like if you um i was reading through their latest like shareholder meeting or whatever they're they're like seriously not doing great but which is it's the entire thing with niantic it's so ridiculous because when pokemon go came out it was like no one they did not have the infrastructure or the people to like manage that big of a hit and then like Nintendo stock like skyrocketed. It's like Nintendo had like nothing to do with this. They don't own Pokemon to that degree. You know, it's like Google and the Pokemon company made more money off Pokemon Go than Nintendo. But like, I think that's the reason why Detective Pikachu happened because everyone's like, holy shit, po Pokemon's huge. Yeah, guys. <laughs> but that poor company, I don't know how I, I stopped tracking Pokemon Go a long time ago, but I feel like the, those for the year or so after that game came out, Niantic was barely staying above water. They would have live events and they were always just garbage and it was just... Uh, and the actual app itself kind of yeah. was a little, you know, once the magic wore off. Anyway, so we end up getting these dang little hats. We get them. Um, I got two of them. Yeah, well, what's really funny is um, our friend... Kelsey was like, I'm getting, I'm asking for all three. And she asks for all three. And the person says, who is handing it out, says, uh-huh, yeah. And just gives her one. <laughs> and kind of like shuffles Kelsey out of the line. And then for some reason, when Derek did it, no, no, you I, just have a more authoritative No, I had energy. to ask twice. I was like, oh, can I get a red and a blue? And she's like, okay. And I think she gave me like a blue. And I was like, no, I want a red and a blue. Huh? A red and a blue, please. <laughs> oh, okay. And, like, I think she was just like on autopilot. Didn't you? Someone asked her, and it's like, oh, yeah, I just, 
I'm like a kindergarten teacher. Like no, I'm I guess a, she's a dental assistant. Yeah, I'm a nurse. Like I yeah, she was just temping. Basically, <laughs> she was just like, "What is happening?" Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wore mine. It um, <clears throat> I okay. So here's a side note. For some reason, myself and my three sisters, we have unusually large heads. Um, it's to hold all of our get that big brain sparkling personality. Yeah. yeah. So, but I think I remember. For, at the very least, for my littlest sister, my youngest sister, she, um, I remember when she was a baby, her head was like in the 99th percentile <laughs> of heads. Like we, we all are in like, just I, I can't buy hats at the store. Like that's how big my head is. Like, you don't, you, listen, you carry it well. <laughs> but um, so I have this little paper hat and I'm so sweaty because I'm just, I'm sweating I'm I'm just sweaty naturally. I'm just and also it's hot outside. Whatever. Yeah. We're walking around. My hat literally rips and falls off of my head. And, and it's just like <laughs> you have a tear in it, and it is just like the inside of the brim is like melted. <laughs> but thankfully, I asked for because you got a red, and then I asked for a red and a blue. Yeah. Um, I really should have gotten a red and a, a a yellow, so we had all three. Um, but it's good you didn't it, because mine would. You know, soon become be rendered obsolete. So yeah, now we each have a little uh, uh, hat that we can you know hang above our uh, yeah above our desks. Yeah, well, I'll put it up. But then Grace, tell them the postscript to all of this. Okay, that happened this morning. As yes. It turns out. Okay, so then the the, the bloom and blooms on because then I go to um, my physical therapy appointment today. And I'm talking with my physical therapist and, you know, we're talking about, oh, what'd you do this weekend? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I mentioned, you know, that, or I don't know, we were just talking about video games, whatever. It comes out, my physical therapist's husband works at Nintendo, and which is something that happens when you live in this area. Yeah, they are, they are <laughs> just, just across, like, oh, the, uh, across the water there. You're a Nintendo uncle. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're um, the coolest uncle. I know. So, you know, he and I. she was just mentioning like, oh, yeah, he works on and she named these franchises. And just to give you an example of like the pr- level of prestige, it was just like, you know, Mario Kart, Zelda and Pikmin Blue. <laughs> It's just like he works on these things and also Pikmin Bloom. And I was like, oh, my God, no way. We did the event. And she's like, yeah, we did the event because, you know, he he's been planning the event. He's been working on it. So we wanted to see how it turned out. Petting Zoo featuring Spinal Tap. (laughs) And she was telling me that they couldn't find the event either. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't call the boss and be like, yo, Frankie, where the hell do I go? For what? The Pikmin Bloom. Oh, that. Yeah. What? (laughs) Prank color. What? Prank color. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was just. I I don't even know. I don't even know. So now and now I'm like, okay, at my next appointment next week, should I like come with feature requests (laughs) for Pikmin? I can't do that. That's not responsible. Um, I guarantee you that like that man doesn't hold any power. Yeah. I well, because I, I feel that... like really he's just the liaison, right? Between yeah. making sure that, yeah, you can't make a Pikmin that drives a truck or whatever because it's yeah. not on brand for Pikmin. Pikmin don't poop, so no <laughs> they're, they Pikmin don't, pooping. Yeah, they're not old enough for a CDL. <laughs> yeah. Can't, <laughs> can't do that. can't drive across the what border. Are you the, what are you, the president's daughter in Resident Evil 4? <laughs> for that one sequence, she can suddenly just <laughs> drive a bulldozer? <laughs> 
So that was our weekend. And then uh, we came home uh, and we napped most of the rest of the day. <laughs> I was fucking tired, man. Yeah. I came home. It was like that thing of like where you're really kind of uh, you're tired, but you're also really hungry. So I, I had like a big meal and my body's like, good. Now let's fall into a coma. Mm-hmm. And I mean, ugh. so that that was our. Yeah, I, I basically I played a couple rounds of Into the Breed <laughs> and then I fell asleep. Where, why are you? Why are you? Every like waking moment, laughing? you're not. If, if you are not sleeping, if I'm not blooming, I'm or like, breaching. At, yeah, you are holy shit. Like I think, I don't know how, but like in a 48 hour period, Grace plays 50 hours. Of <laughs> <into the boot. laughs> Your mom so smart, she can play 60 hours of Into the Breach in two days. Oh my god! Well, right now I'm trying to unlock or beat the game with every squad at with every level of island on hard mode Mm -hmm. and i guess each run takes like an hour (laughs) to an hour and a half depending on if you have to think about it how many like squads are there uh god there's like every combination there's at least 12 like there's 12 people and no like there's 12 squads uh, plus like random and uh custom (laughs) So pro- mm. I would say 12. I'm not sure. There might be it's like 144 around then. 12. <laughs> 12 squared. And then, well, then after that, I I need to start. I want to start beating the game on like oh unfair mode, which I have not been able to do yet, which is why why I decided to back myself down to, okay, beat the game with every squad on hard. And you you had an un- unhealthy obsession with this game like a year ago, when seven it, months When it ago. came out on Switch. Yeah. yeah. And then I guess the Netflix iPhone deal. It reminded me that it existed, and I was like, oh, I should play this game on my iPhone. And then I realized, you know what would be better than playing this on my iPhone? Playing it on a video game console. (laughs) On a TV. (laughs) So then I just jumped back into the Switch Actually, you played it, like, undocked, um, you know. For most of it, yeah. yeah, And, like, yeah, portable mode. For most of it, I didn't actually, I knew that it was, like, a turn-based game. It was a strategy game. Uh, I didn't realize that, like, kind of the appeal of Into the Breach is that, like, you know, it's a uh, advanced wars, it's Nectaris, it's military madness, that kind of a game. But like, each the, each map is very small. It is like just four versus four units. I didn't realize it is like little bite sized um, mm-hmm. maps because uh, usually strategy games like that can be like straight up just like chess games, little you know. Level I think that's what hour, makes it better is because each level is probably about, I think, on average, like five to six minutes. Yeah. If you can stop after one level, I never can. <laughs> Which is a problem for me. Because uh-huh. uh, how's it a problem? You get to play Dragon Quest Eleven. I can play Dragon Quest Eleven, and I haven't played Dragon Quest Eleven, and I enjoy playing Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah. But my copy of Dusk finally came in the mail. Um, that I bought from Limited Run Games. Uh, just about a year ago. Um, it took him about a year to get the game shipped to me. That's that's There's supply chain issues, Derek. I, <sighs> but I know I. Th- no, they've always they, they, that's been they've had issues like this for a while. Yeah, I, I've I've I, I've. Hmm. There's definitely some aspects to their business that I question. Uh, and but I don't. Know. I'll say this. I'll say this though. First off, um, I think this is maybe the only Switch game I have ever put into my Switch, and it didn't have to download anything 100 percent. I, sh- I shoved that puppy into the system and i'm playing i was like because i felt bad because i got i got it in the mail and i was like cool i set it aside i'm gonna play this tonight and then when it came time for playing it i was like oh no i i uh, forgot to put it in to install it 
crap, I'm going to have to wait, you know, probably not that long because Dusk is a pretty small game. But no, man, I popped it in and it was like, all right, go play it now. <laughs> no passion, no nothing. And holy shit, that game is like, it drives like a Cadillac, just immediately feels so good on the Switch controller. Um, and the game all, already looks and runs like a dream anyway, but they just made it fit on a Switch controller. Did you try using like gyro no, or anything um, like that? No, I just I really, I just had the pro controller and then I was just off of the races because like, why would I want to do anything else except just kind of keep playing Dusk? It's a f- phenomenal game. You've probably heard a lot about it for a good reason. Uh, that game's still great. And then I, th- I think the endless mode is maybe new. I don't know if uh, there was an endless mode when I played uh, on the PC last, but man, the, the endless mode has a, you know, it's kind of a horde mode done in waves. When you when you jump into that, there's about, you know, it's a very large soundtrack to that game. And there are a handful of like heavy metal dingers, like fucking rocking, riff-tastic, brutal guitar shit. And they kind of cycle through about four or five of the best songs whenever you click into an endless mode. And yeah, playing endless mode on Dusk, you're reminded ex- exactly why that guy immediately got the job for Doom. Mm-hmm. It's it's too, it's unfortunate well, that, that they had a well, yeah, I mean, yeah. the other guy got fired. No, after it was, yeah, it sounds like what happened with uh, Mick Gordon was like just kind of like everyone kind of, it was like hard to pin failure on one party there. It kind of seems like everyone kind of dropped the ball and it was sort of like it just everything went bad and that's too bad. Um, but uh, yeah, this, I mean, it's hard to think of a, a person better suited to fill those shoes. Uh, awesome shit. So Dusk is great. Still great. Switch port's great. Um, you can probably get this limited run version like at Best Buy or something like that. I don't know. Whenever I um, bite the bullet and do go for a, a limited run game, I typically see it like at a Best Buy or oftentimes uh, at a game convention or a friend Kelsey, I'll go to her store, Pink Gorilla, and she has her store has a handful of them. I'm like, what did I... What am I? <laughs> what really what really got me was a couple of years ago and they they've 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 since changed this aspect of it and thank thank God. Now they just kinda of do everything is basically a gigantic pre order, so you don't have this problem anymore. It used to be called limited run because they'd make a game and they'd only have a pressing of like a thousand, five thousand, two hundred, whatever it was. So it was literally a limited run. And they'd be like, Okay, we're you know, at six o'clock, you know, we're gonna have a whole bunch of that that's when it's all it's on. Go and get the drop. It was, you know, like, you know, Air Jordan drops kind of a thing. And I would do that. I would jump in to try and get a limited run game. And I would get there right on, right on the time. I'd put the game in my, you know, cart, go to checkout. And the time it took me to log into my PayPal, it was sold out. Like somebody pulled it out of my cart. And it was like, what the fuck? I was, I was like, I was here. I was we like, live in a society. I was like refreshing because I didn't have like a bot. Does this not mean anything? Yeah, because I wasn't using like the fucking T-1000. I was using Skynet to get this immediately. I was using, you know, my human brain. And I was like kind of bummed about that. And then I went to a game convention and I saw maybe 50, 60 copies of that game. I think it was Night Trap. I forget which one I was trying to get. Um... But yeah, it was like, wait a minute, how was I not able to get one copy? But like every booth here's got like at least three, sometimes four. And it was like, what is the point of this? You print just so many of them so you can sell them to scalpers and stuff. 
it just really rubbed me the wrong way. But now it's like, now they sell a game and you have, you know, a month or so, two months to buy it. And then once they have all the orders in, then they presumably, that's the money they print. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that takes six, nine, 12 months um, for the orders to come through. And it's like, I, I get the emails and they got new games every week. You know, new like it's 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 it is cool to have seen this business grow to where it is, and they seem like they have done extremely well for themselves. They are constantly getting new games and like old like old games too. Like I mean, I got I had to get the Doom sixty four one, but there was also Quake and Turok and stuff like that. So there's you know Dusk these new games, but also like getting old games like that's yeah. kind of ridiculous. Um, but maybe slow down, guys, because it just is not great that it took you. Uh, 10 months and change for me to get my copy of Dusk. When my copy of Doom 64 came, I forgot that I bought it. <laughs> it was six to it was six to nine months. This, it wasn't quite as long as this. But I, I got the package in the mail and I was like, what? What the hell is this? And it was because I because I got the how to get the deluxe edition, got the box and like a, a fake N64 uh cartridge. Because I'm, I'm, I'm a chump. I know Dusk was worth the wait. It really feels like if you're going to get those buy straight from them versus like, you know, wait till it's at Best Buy or if you have access to a game store or whatever, yeah. it really should be because you want to get the special paper visor that comes with the pre order. Yeah. <laughs> or that's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Your little I think I could plastic have, water bottle. I think I could have gotten a more deluxe version of Dusk and I, I chose not to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't think I did. Because like, how many times? And the thing is, is like, I, unless I, it is compatible with a ring con, we're not going to spring for it. Yeah, exactly. No, get, <laughs> get fucking good. I don't think that uh, I knew that when I bought that version, I didn't want to then also buy the digital version and wait for the, the physical one to come because I knew the second that I did that and got impatient, then the physical one would ship. <laughs> uh, I didn't come to that, but um, yeah, Dusk, Dusk is awesome. Also, yeah, I, all this talk of Xenoblade, Xenogears, sorry, Xenogears Saga and like Live a Live. JRPG is having like a big a bit of a moment right now. I don't know why that inspired me to download, uh, re-download Dragon Quest Eleven. Start a new game on that. Well, because it's on Game Pass now, mm-hmm. and it not only is it on Game Pass, it's the Super Ultra Mega S yeah, edition. It is, I guess, technically the Switch port, mm-hmm. which um, has a bunch of quality of life improvements, including, man, the Symphony. It's got the re- most of the it's symphonic so soundtrack. It's so much better. Yeah. It's insanely better. Like, I, I just don't... It used to be, if Tarek was playing that game, I would, like, physically leave the room just because the the music is so great was so great yeah. to me and i i tend to be really sensitive to stuff like that anyway but it was just like i would just get irritated and angry <laughs> and then yeah. i would be like why am i so bad and it's but like then oh, they these also stupid added, horns there's also if you wanted to use the overworld music from from dragon quest 8 which is just the the, the symphonic it's like a warm blanket the symphonic version of the overworld theme for dragon quest 11 is much better than the uh synthetic one the synthesized one However, the entire soundtrack to Dragon Quest VIII is fucking phenomenal. Um, you know, you probably understand how we feel about Koichi Sugiyama, the composer. You've maybe seen our video. It's it it, it was quite popular. 
and quite contentious. <laughs> so you probably know that, like, you know, I'm not a huge fan of that guy. <sighs> Duke could do could, 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 could post some good stuff. And being able to, in Dragon Quest Eleven, have the Dragon Quest Eight music in certain spots also vastly improved the game. I also, I read uh, a really, really good strategy uh, for getting into that game. So that game is a uh, is a lot of story in Dragon Quest Eleven. Takes a while to kind of really get going, um, as as is the case for like a lot of the Dragon Quest games, except for Eight. Actually, Eight just gets going right away. It's great. But I heard someone say that like, hey. This is a hundred hour game. Uh, do not worry about grinding until you get all the characters. Because once you get all the characters, is really when the kind of the story kind of really starts kicking. The actual story kicks off. There's there's lots of little vignette stories. Every town's got a little mini story, a little micro story dealing with that town. Um, but I read this person like, yeah, just put it on auto fight, put it on ultra fast, run past as many monsters as you can. Um, just don't worry about grinding. There will be time to grind, but until you get all the characters, it's not really worth the time. If you get all your kind of upgrade uh, uh, items like, you know, uh, the, the seeds of strength and the seeds of vitality and stuff like that, that raise your permanent permanently raise like a couple of attributes. It's like, just hang on to those. Don't use them yet. And honestly, just running past stuff. And, and yeah, I was ripping through bosses, even though I was like just putting it on auto, not really strategizing. I think there was like one, maybe two bosses where I actually had to stop and do everything, micromanage because uh, they weren't quite healing when they needed to or using the right spells when they needed to. And I kind of got to that point where it's like, I got my ship. I can sail like most anywhere right now. Uh, I can zoom and warp to places. So many quality of life changes that let you just kind of cut through some of the more like just... Including 16-bit mode. Oh, yeah. Which is what I'm the most Dude. excited about. And also, sidebar, shout out to Nintendo Life. Um... They did a video that documented this whole thing. Uh, I did not realize that there is a 3DS version of this game. And in the 3DS version that launched alongside the PS4 version, apparently it outsold the PS4 version in Japan. This version has not did not come to America. Uh, and, and that version had the ability to play the game as though it was like a 16-bit Super Famicom game. And also you can you can play it in 3D. Uh, and it's a way different truncated and kind of charming D make of that game. But the 16 bit mode, it's kind of a rare example of a punching weight style dude. Yeah. Like, Downport. They don't, that we really, you really don't see anymore. It's like that. And like, you know, Mortal Kombat 11 and, and Doom Eternal for the switch, you know, those types of things. But even th this is like, they remade the game. It's like a straight up like port. This is like Killer Instinct on the Super Nintendo. I guess it made you know? sense that they put so much effort into it because it, I mean, it did pay off. Like their audience was there on the 3DS no, just waiting for it. Dude, apparently it sold, apparently uh, 3DS version sold like 1.1 million copies in the first day in Japan. PS4 version sold like 800,000 copies in the first day. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, like it makes sense. Why I the more it was before the Switch came. The out older too. I get, the more I'm like, why would I ever want to play a JRPG on a not portable system? It yeah. just my time is worth more than that at well, this point. Thankfully, I I, says the into the breach lady. Exactly. But. Yeah, it's it's worked out that you you've had your ability to to to, to breach. Actually, I'll tell you. All right. No, what's up? What's up? What's up? Here's what Grace has really been doing. What are you talking about? Here's what Grace has really been doing. Don't don't slander me. She's been playing Breach. Yeah. And watching that Haku show. 
Yeah. Watching that Yu Yu Hakusho. A 90s anime about. Here's the fun thing about that, guns. though, is she bought it on her Xbox. I didn't buy it. It was a free download that came with well, Game Pass. Still, still. It's Which like, is crazy. I want to play weird. Dragon Quest and I can't because you have you have both the Xbox and the and the Switch. I know. Really monopolizing the the yeah, real man. estate. What's a player to do? It's like, goddamn. It's um even worse now though, because I actually bought a new game yesterday. You did. I'm really into it. Oh it's, no, yeah. I'm I've been playing the new uh Cult of the Lamb from Devolver Digital. I've been anticipating the release of this game for a couple years now you really like cults also i'm really into cults i'm really i do really enjoy you, you're like you graduated from i true like a crime. love a lovecraft style mm-hmm. cult bonanza you're like just, no you're bucking the truth here's, I'm into here's it. what you are is like you are uh 20 somethings millennial into podcasts and uh you were in on the serial killer true crime thing back in like 2017 you were on that, and then when that kind of became like a a, a meme in and of itself, I you were like, like, boring, I'm into cults now. <laughs> the, upgrade. New, the new true crime. Let me upgrade you, cults. cults. I don't feel like, I feel like I've always been kind of behind on that true crime trend, to be honest, but I'm not as crazy as some people. I feel like when I started seeing that kind of joke in like Ted Lasso and other sitcoms, uh, it was like, oh, Grace is already on that. You know? Dude, it's always been a thing. Like from like when I was, I don't know if you, did you ever watch? I'm sure I actually, I don't even know why I'm asking this because I know for sure you didn't. But uh, there was this cable channel called Oxygen. <laughs> did you ever watch that? No, no. It was basically the place where you can go and you could watch Bad Girls Club, which is still maybe one of my favorite reality TV shows of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Snapped. And other true crime things, were, which were basically just Seem like, like you have explained this, these wo- to me, this woman like- lived in her home until her husband, because it's always the husband. It's always the husband. Yeah. Snapped. You know, it's like that. It's every single episode. Like well, this woman was just like you. She went to the grocery store. She had paid her taxes. I don't know if you yeah. pay your taxes, but <laughs> and then she got murdered. Yeah. Oh, and for the record, we do have Apple Plus. We have Grace's parents' Apple Plus account. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I can't even flex. It's just my yeah. My dad, as I've talked about on the show, is recently retired, and right now I think Sorry. our parents are just funding single-handedly funding the entire streaming yeah channel universe because to I be think fair through we, them we you still have their Netflix account. You've never yeah. actually. It's like. I'm still I'm still on we're, we yeah. use their Netflix we use their Paramount Plus we use we their yeah oh they're Disney and their Apple they're Disney but, but and I don't their wa- Apple I barely watch them but yeah they they all exist I think we the only one we pay for is we pay for HBO Max because we need that Harley Quinn oh, at, at all times oh my god Harley the new Quinn. Harley Quinn's out too very good wait hold on no, all right. pause stop rewind okay what is Cult of the Lamb Grace Let's actually talk about this. Yeah, we're a video game podcast, and we've almost exclusively talked about video games for this whole episode. Which is a first. Yeah. So, Uh, all right, go back to Cult of the Lamb. Okay, Cult of the Lamb is, it's really fun. Um, It's very, I think the thing that really sticks out the most is the aesthetic of it. It's very cutesy, but at the same time, very much like, you know, pentagrams, like blood, like tentacles coming out Mm -hmm. to get you. Um, You play as a little lamb that was basically sacrificed to a 
um, ancient one to some sort of um, demented god. And then that god decides to um, bring you back to life on the condition that you create a cult for him and uh, find a way for him to be released from his letter capture. Yeah. Whatever. So basically, you're just it, this it's, little. It's a roguelike, but like with with. It's kind building... of like a mix between a Stardew Valley and a dungeon crawling roguelike. Sure. Which to me is perfect. Like, God forbid they ever come out with like a Gatchapon gambling game that's also a roguelike, because I oh, I think that gotta, would, it would I'm be sure, over for I'm sure me. It's there. It, there must be one, I'm but sure it's there. for me, it's just this game is just. I only played it last night, but I think I played it for like eight hours straight. No, I, like I stay, I was up to like six a.m. Yeah, playing yeah. this game, but it's just like catnip. our sleep schedule got kind of fucked up because we slept <laughs> yeah. all day Saturday. Because we we always be blooming. Yeah, yeah, twenty four seven, never stop blooming. Dude, I, when when I saw you play the game, and I just watched it for a second, and I was like, I just I just looked at all I could really absorb was like the aesthetic, the graphics, because it was sort of like too many systems, too fast. I don't know what's going on, but it's you know it's two D. Uh, it's bright, it's colorful, it's kind of a hand-drawn, fun, cartoon aesthetic. Um, Very cute. Like, you're, everyone is like a little farm animal. Dude, my first thought was like... I'm just like, like a little lamb. This, graphics don't need to get better than this. Because this is so stylish and so interesting and so fun, but running at like just beautiful frame rate, everything is just vibrant, colors are popping, uh, everything's animated and fun, and it's like, I don't need... You know, uh, Horizon uh, F- Forbidden West, where she's got, you know, peach fuzz on her, on her face. That's cool. That fidelity is not that interesting to me. I feel like that's a type of game that not that doesn't have, like, the best face melting graphics of all time. But it's like, yeah, this is so stylish and just running so well and rendered so well. Yo, this is as good as graphics need to get. We're done. We, we hit it. They just need to just get a bunch of really cool artistic people who can make a... F- a really interesting, engaging aesthetic, and then put it on a machine that can run it at sixty with like minimal load times and everything looking vibrant and great. It, That's I, I will it. say, we're, we're finished. It's so over. So the, the game does start to chug at certain parts. Okay, all right. Uh, basically, what you do is you run through these dungeons, you uh, find followers, you release them, and then as you fight bosses, you um, sometimes those bosses will turn into followers that you can then feed and clean up their poop and sacrifice and argue uh, so, so we got some uh, make them your slave basically gotta have <laughs> so poop so but there's poop well because binding of isaac fans that's an important part of running a commune what are you gonna do with all the poop that's an important detail that actually in a lot of communes and cult situations doesn't get addressed in it it's mm, bad because okay. it can make you sick which is this what happens is in this game. Is it, oh. And then eventually your followers can die if you let them get too sick. Mm, well, well, yeah, so long as you drain their bank account, it's fine. You <laughs> can get new followers. Um, I I decided that for... Because you can update, like upgrade different aspects of your cult. And I decided that I was going to mostly upgrade the food aspect because I was struggling with feeding everybody in the cult. <laughs> and now somehow I've grown the cult to a place where they love their elders, but they like just want to eat them. Just so bad. <laughs> They love them so much. Love we them respect too, love our elders, much. but man, they look so tasty. Yeah, respect them with some barbecue sauce. <laughs> it's it's good. Yeah, it's I, good. It's it is. Um, I, I, I think that the actual combat in the dungeon running sections, like it's it's fine. It's definitely serviceable. It's good enough. 
Um, we're definitely not dealing with like a Hades, you know, where it's like oh, really engaging combat. You've already sold somebody in the chat. Uh, Canon said, I had no idea it was like Stardew Valley. Just bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's it's like Stardew Valley in the sense that you're like when it drops you out into the area of your cult, it feels exactly like starting on your farm in mm. Stardew Valley where you're like, okay, now I gotta, gotta chop wood, gotta get stones, gotta build cots. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, yeah. Build, no, outhouses and, and irrigation systems. I, get some toilets. It took me, like, I'm get, when did I start playing? I probably started playing around 11 and I saw, it took me seven hours to get outhouses. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Your and even now, destroyed right and now. even now, there only there can only be six poops in an outhouse before I have to go clean the outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> only what are you what are you feeding them? Six poops? Mostly uh, berries. Man, <laughs> that kind of explains it. I've I been guess. I've been camping and I've been to like the <laughs> well, oh, I've, the big hole I've been in the ground to shit on. To, I've been feeding them primarily berries and the flesh of their friends. <laughs> The flesh of fallen angels. Yeah. <laughs> it's very fun, especially if you enjoy like that, the, the little, like yeah, the occult, the juxtaposition, Call of Cthulhu of, style of aesthetic. Cute, yeah. Cuteness and horror is always one of my favorite things. It's, it's very, yeah. it's really fun. Um, it's, it is $25 right now, which is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like a That's little a bit much steep. for, uh, for like a, for a Devolver digital style. I mean, not, I mean, of course, their games are really tend to be really good, mm-hmm. but yeah, I felt like it was maybe a bit much for me. But I, I well, have been a, waiting for it for a while. They're just a publisher, so. not the, not the, not the dev, Developer Digital is a publisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, so it, it is a bit expensive. I'm sure the price is going to go down. Yeah, it's, yeah, so not on Game Pass though. Yeah, not on Game Pass. Out. No, is, is I, it a, I, That's why I'm playing it on this. Is Switch. it a Switch exclusive right now? No, because you can get it on. I think you can get it anywhere. Okay, all right. Steam, yeah. which calls it. Oh, it is on Steam. Yeah. Okay. Not on the play date. No, but that would be a cool. couple of couple of games on the play date. Yeah, I haven't even played the play date yet. I think yeah, we only had because it's play date is neat. They're on paper this idea. So what the play date is, they they have a bunch of games again for free, but you you get two games like every week or something like that, and uh, even if you, we only got ours a couple weeks ago. But it's still pretending like we've, we're starting fresh. So even though there are, you know, a bunch of games out there, we don't have access to them. Am I boring you, Grace? No, you're not. Sorry, I'm pulling up uh, people's questions. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and, and 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 so far, like I, I don't know. I I think the playdate is, it's neat. I just wish there were more games on it. Really, I've just been playing Into the Breach. Yeah, <laughs> that's really the only reason. And um, yeah, I think maybe you can just demand the switch to play Dusk tonight, and then I'll finally jump into the play date. I'll be forced to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fair. Is that fair? Yeah, that's probably fair. Well, Grace, can you believe it that we've been talking for nearly an hour just about video games? Okay. Didn't even have time to talk about how I was listening to the soundtracks of Terminator and Terminator Two, and how they're the soundtracks to Terminator and Terminator Two are really good. Uh, Are you going to incorporate them into like your workout schedule? Like, Dude, is it that level of good? Man. Couple of tracks you probably could. There are some songs that like for workouts are like straight up dangerous. Like they're just like too intense and you kind of get too into it. Uh get, the, get the, lost in the music. They're the, yeah, the the some of the some of the T1000 
the leaving the hospital theme. I don't know. That 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 could be dangerous on the treadmill. <laughs> People going. I'm so sorry. I had this big yawn. Bum, 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 bum. People are now going. <laughs> People are trying to write the theme to a uh, Terminator. Do do do. I honestly, do, I can't. Do. I can't remember it. If I'm, I, I've only seen. I've seen those movies recently, but you've I've, only seen them once. If you have seen like me, Terminator Two or Terminator One. Uh, a million times before uh, just listening to the soundtrack like those movies are masterpieces I don't think I'm being controversial here but it is I never appreciated just how much the scores carry those films like they're very very good films on their own but you can listen to certain parts of the soundtrack and I can see the entire movie in my head like I don't it'd be great I kind of want to watch Terminator 2 again maybe tonight I don't know uh, but just, I've only ever seen the extended version. <laughs> yeah, which which is too bad because <laughs> it's that's still a very good movie. But like, you, yeah. <laughs> well, to be clear, I've only seen the extended version, and I've only seen it in like 480p because we pirated it. <laughs> yeah, and 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 it's it's not I, the ideal way to watch. God, it. and it was crazy. You would never seen that movie, and you picked out every single scene that was deleted because you're like, this scene's kind of weird and slow i'm like yeah this is normally not like every scene that like kind of sucks except for like one or two maybe but there, like you know it's, no it was still fun it, it, still it is about movie. 20 minutes longer and it's not it's if you're a super fan it's kind of neat to see kyle reese show up and like the mirror scene with, with is that the dad not the dad but like um uh well yeah yeah the dad oh no that's the future the future dad future yeah. man yeah she has a uh there's there's a there's a scene and she's there's one more scene with Sarah in the hospital where she kind of gets beaten up and they inject her with uh, some uh, sedatives and she has a, a bad nightmare. Oh, the I don't remember which movie Derek. Which movie is this from? Where there's like it shows what it's like to live in a like a slum, a, a refugee camp, a human refugee camp, and I think then there's the, dogs, and then the, the dogs one. jump, and then the dogs explode. Maybe or do the dogs survive? Wait, I don't. That's what I'm no, trying to No, I, I think it. there's a scene in Terminator One where like Kyle's just going back to his uh, his place, but like a Terminator sneaks in somehow and pulls out a gigantic gun and just like lays waste to everything. Terminator One's a fucking brutal movie. It's 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 a bit of a horror film. Like Arnold like murks and kills a lot of people in mm-hmm. cold blood. As well, he should. He's a Terminator, but like. And then the next one, he's just like, hey, want to try on these sunglasses? Yeah, <laughs> like high five, you know, hasta la vista. Even though I think that, I don't know, it's it's hard to find much fault in Terminator 2. There's just, a, it's a, there's certainly a different tone. They certainly had completely different tones. One okay. thing, uh, yeah, but but that's all I, we got to move on to questions. We don't, yeah. have to, we don't have time. Okay, so this is from Audison. Um, and I'm just going to read their whole question. What's your opinion on the underutilized PS2 HDD? In the US, it only worked on two games, Final Fantasy, I think that's an 11. Yes, Final Fantasy 11. And Resident Evil. Final Fantasy 11 came out on the PS2? Yep. And you needed the hard drive and all that bullshit to play it on. Ugh. And Resident Evil Outbreak. Um, in Outbreak, if you wanted to use it, you had to be in a game where everyone else had one, so the loading times were safe. Dude, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> Never I had one that. myself. But I never realized how no other game used it. Um, 
I guess what so what's your opinion on that? God, I know I, nothing about that. Yeah, to I, be fe- honest. I I feel like SOCOM used it too, but maybe that was just the uh the online, but I don't know a whole that's very fascinating. I didn't know that. So Resident Evil Outbreak was always this game that seemed like a really neat idea, but I recall the reviews for it being kind of like not good. So I never played it until a couple years ago when I managed to find a copy for pretty cheap. And man, that game was released alongside uh, the first Monster Hunter. And that was when Capcom was really experimenting with a a lot of weird stuff. Like, the great thing about Monster Hunter is that gameplay loop, that classic Monster Hunter gameplay loop, was there in the very first Monster Hunter. The bad thing about Monster Hunter, the original Monster Hunter, everything else. That game controls like absolute garbage, does not explain itself at all. It is but it, shockingly... But it didn't... I mean, it wasn't using the HDD. I, I know it used online. I knew like, like about, man, like two-thirds of all the missions were online only, and it might have used the HD. I don't know. Um, same thing with like Resident Evil Outbreak. It just controls so weird and is so unruly and difficult to understand well, to be honest, I don't even know what the NH- the HDD is. Hard, is that, hard drive. Well, is it the fat PS2s would yeah. have them? Yeah, yeah. Because then that was almost every PS2. So then why right. was it so underutilized then? Because it was like an extra like $200 to get it. Like the HD DVD and the online thing were like, they were not cheap. I worked Oh, because at- you needed an online adapter to no, play just, online? I mean, not even that, just like, physically the hardware itself like it was like an extra 100 200 bucks i remember i worked at a microplay the summer of 2004 we had people come in all the time uh like about once a week it seemed like they would come in and buy a new ps2 they would buy you know a headphone adapter so they could talk to people uh they bought a copy of final fantasy 11 and the hard drive and it was something like four or five hundred bucks for all of that and in 2004 money in 2004 money which makes it like a millionaire yeah a million dollars <laughs> it was a, i honestly i kind of felt bad like it was one of my first kind of retail jobs and i was almost like should we allow people to like waste their money on this is this is this should <laughs> oh we do okay this? judging final fantasy 11 judger i mean it was j- less about the, the final fantasy 11 aspect and more just like god this is really ex- you could just play some fantasy star online right now you know um <laughs> but it's 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 a classic sony thing of like here's a fascinating gadget that no one uses or utilizes. You know, it's like this is the six axis controller that we just phase out completely. Uh, this is the weird 3D TV. The touchpad. Yeah, the touchpad and like the Vita pad. Just. Well, this is sort of different. It feels more like it's a like expansion pack situation, except everyone was like, uh, no Man. thanks. Is it, well, was the PS2, I mean, we didn't really start having problems with developers. And the PlayStation architecture until like the three, right? Yeah, PS3. Like, was, was the jump the jump from one to two wasn't so crazy. No. So it's like it was, I think, a pretty yeah, solid like yeah, it was no nope, everyone I, I went would from need to one look to two. into that more to really. Yeah, I didn't I do that. actually I found a fat PS2 uh at a thrift store years ago that had the uh the converter on the back and it was at a goodwill and I don't think they realized what they had, so um I guess I have half of it. And I, and I remember I bought that and then a friend of mine was like, you can just get any kind of like internal. There are so many different just straight internal uh, hard drives that you can just get a little cradle for and hook up 
to a PS2 to emulate the actual HDD. HDD. HDD? HDD. You said HDVD. Yeah, the hard drive. Yeah. And um, the hard drive. Yeah. And then then my friend that showed me that they had like tons of games emulated. Like it was a way to, you could just download a bunch of uh, disc images and then run them on a PS2. And the PS2 doesn't really know a difference. Uh, It was like legit emulation. It's the future. Yeah. I need to look back into that. But, um, okay. Well, so that's definitely something we need to look at. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And I do have, I do have Resident Evil Outbreak and it's a, it's a, it's a fascinating. I couldn't say that it's bad, but like it's not a Resident Evil. You can't jump into it and play it for Outbreak. Yeah, Outbreak. Yeah, I jumped into Outbreak. Like I, I know Resident Evil. It's just it's Resident Evil, but it's online. No, man, it, this is such a weird, it's completely a weird different multiplayer game. thing. Yeah, it's online only. Man, weren't they gonna have a multiplayer game that was gonna come out like this year? Oh, Re- Reverse. I think Reverse. I think the demo for that did drop around the time Village came out, but like. It's anyone's guess now. Shrug. <laughs> yeah. I guess they have Dead by Daylight and that's. Yeah. I guess that's it for right now. My my theory is at some point there was somebody who was like, it's got to have multiplayer. Look how much money we're making on Monster Hunter. We can't have single player games. No, they got to have multiplayer. And somebody was able to argue like, let's remake Resident Evil 2 and 3. And then we'll just have like this extra online, you know, because there was reverse and there was some other, some other piece of crap that came out with Resident Evil 2. I forget now. Um, it feels like they've tried to make a multiplayer Resident Evil game so many times. Yeah. And it's just never worked. But like like a, a competitive one too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would be okay with it working if it if it did, but it's just like. But yeah, but then also it's it's like then why are you why are you putting all these cool Resident Evil characters and stages in Dead by Daylight? Uh, just do that and then keep making your single player games, you know? Yeah, just license them out. Yeah, why not? I don't know. I, from the, I mean, I guess probably what they need to do is get it into like, even though Dead by Daylight is a very large game, but get it into like a Fortnite or something or, yeah, I don't know. That probably would be a little bit better. I don't know. Maybe they should talk to Konami, see Wait, if they can make a skateboard. Isn't Ryu in Fortnite? Am I crazy? Isn't like Ryu and Chun Li are both in Fortnite? Probably, but I, I was I meant more like Resident Evil. Right, yeah. I'm but not I mean, sure. I'm just saying that the pres- I feel like the if Lady D there. was in Resident Evil, I mean in Fortnite, I would know about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lady D should be everything. Oh, Goku's in Fortnite. <laughs> Has Fort when is Fortnite Fortnite gonna peak? Like have we peaked yet? Have we shark jumped yet? Man, I have no idea. I don't know. That I mean I, I saw an article that was like, oh, Epic's game stores loses loses Epic like Tens of millions of dollars every year by 2025. A lot have they'll have lost a billion dollars in the Epic Game Store. It's like Fortnite makes them a billion dollars a day. <laughs> um, any money they lose on the Epic Game Store because it is the only place you can get Fortnite, they 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 can take that hit. They'll be fine. <laughs> anyway. All right. Okay, so next question from Megabyte01. Oh, man, yeah, this one. If you had to select five games to put into a time capsule for future generations, which ones would they be? I mean, this you can ask this question two ways, right? I mean, we can really sit here and think, like, okay, what are the five greatest games What are What are the games we want to represent us? Yeah, I mean, it's like, because, you know, Tetris is still going to be around, so we got to put Tetris up there. 
Minecraft and Fortnite will probably still be around. And, and you know, what was it they say? Five for f- future generations. Um, the Quiet Man, EDF 5, and then three copies of Death Crimson. What about Big Bumpin'? But, yeah, you know what? All five games, just like <laughs> all five of the, the Burger King games. <laughs> there you go. But no, seriously, like, I mean... Yeah, like, what, what do you think are, like, the five games that, like, represent this time the best right now? Do we mean, like, this console generation right now? I suppose. Because, I mean, like, it, it, this, yeah, this question's kind of tough. It's like, am I really going to entertain the idea that Doom is not going to exist in the future? And also, is, well, like... Well, is it, like, because what kind of a time capsule situation are we talking about? Like, is this going to be sort of, like, what they're doing with the the nuclear, like, waste, where they're, like... Don't magic bad. Don't come here. Yeah. <laughs> like level. <laughs> Cause I mean, at this rate, are you know, is anything gonna be compatible with anything in the future? Mm-hmm. Like, do I need to worry? I mean, I guess for the sake of this, we need to not worry about playing yeah. 3DO games in <laughs> you know, three the year three thousand yeah. or whatever. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. I guess like you can be kind of boring and just be like yeah the the first mario game yeah mario bros tetris Tetris, a zelda (laughs) maybe a metal gear chess just one of the chess games uh solitaire and minesweeper (laughs) uh checks quest (laughs) chips challenge um and drake the 99 dragons god i actually had a a weird thing that happened recently. It was it was at the the physical therapy office again. Mm-hmm. They have they have a system where there's like a the main person and then there's the assistant. And uh, the assistant is I'm not sure how how old he is, but he you know he's probably like 22. Mm-hmm. You know, like definitely much younger than me. And we just kind of chat about anime and video games and stuff. And last time I was there, he was like, "What's your favorite video game?" And I was just like, um, you know, uh, probably I really had to think about it. I was like, I guess like, you know, Portal 2 probably. And then, you know, we were talking about horror games. And I was like, but my favorite horror game is Silent Hill 2. And he's like, oh, what's that? (laughs) And then I was like suddenly having to explain like, um, (laughs) have you heard of like, how do you explain Silent Hill 2 to someone? It's a horror game? And I, Um. I was kind of. I tend to feel put on the spot for these sort of situations. My brain just shuts down. And I, I was like, well, have you, have you heard of Resident Evil? Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, but scarier. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it was like, you know, the old fashioned ones where you're you're, you're moving like a tank. <laughs> you know? I, I would it's go like with that. the, no, it's a story about like this guy um, you know, and he gets a letter from his dead wife to come to this town, I, yeah, Silent see, Hill. Well, and it's and like, what's going on? How I is need, a dead I person writing letters? to be my assistant. Yeah, for the physical therapy. Because I feel like you, 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 that you don't want to go like oh tank controls and flashlight and you know spooky hospitals. Because I you got to go more broad and be like oh no it's like a it's a a devastating and depressing. Uh, well, okay, this is why game. I need your help because the, we also had a situation where you know I mentioned that you were playing Dragon Quest Eleven and he was like oh what's that <laughs> and I was like I was like oh well oh, sweet summer child when when someone says they don't know what dragon quest is you you that that statement in itself communicates a lot of things for first of all 
you don't know what a JRPG is. It's like, well, also, if you're a big anime fan, and then I mentioned a JRPG, and you're like, oh, and it's like, I guess maybe if you said Persona, he'd be like, oh, I think I've seen that. Maybe these fucking kids, man, don't know what a Dragon Quest is. I was but just- it's like kind of ridiculous to be a fucking dwe- weeb otaku and not know what Dragon Quest is. But maybe this is my bubble. I, I think I think that is our bubble because I was just like, how do I say, how do I explain what a JRPG is when, like, Dragon Quest is the JRPG? Yeah. <laughs> like, how do I? I don't even know where to go from there. I ended up being like, you know, it's like Final Fantasy, <laughs> which I'm sure, like, I could feel like so many people were just like, ah, yeah, <laughs> like, insulted. and maybe he wasn't like, oh, I don't know what Final Fantasy is either, but just not. Yeah, he was yes. like, oh yeah, oh yeah, okay, all right. So if I'm thinking like five games we should probably like kind of pick a couple from like each genre. And so I think if you have to have one fighting game, it'd either be like probably a street fighter or a Tekken or a smash bros. I feel like the probably do street fighter four or I would do smash bros because it's more accessible for these alien children. (sighs) Yeah, exactly. It'd be easier for them to play. Wait a minute. Smash Bros. is a game that you can play casually. It's not a fighting game. Dude, that was... What? Okay, wait. This is another thing that happened today with this assistant is I was t- telling him about Pikmin Bloom and he was like, oh, what's Pikmin? Oh, God. And I was... <laughs> oh, my... No. And I was just like describing it how it's like all oh, these little bug people and you... um They run around and they collect things and he was like, oh, like in Smash. And I was like, yes. Oh, my God, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I didn't know that that was a real game. <laughs> I thought it was just in. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> I remember. I remember when I was working at Microplay. Uh, there were some fucking nerd ass anime dorks to come in, and this kid returned a copy of uh, one of the Final Fantasies. It was either Final Fantasy VIII or like Final Fantasy Chronicles, which had Nolan one. And he was like, "There's no cloud. Cloud's not in it." <laughs> Why isn't there cloud in this? <laughs> this poor kid wanted to get Crisis Core or whatever. Which wasn't it's out called. yet. It was no. 2004. <laughs> oh, or that was coming kidding. out? No, because Crisis Core is did, a goddamn did you just, PSP like, game. So. Did you just kind of grab, gently grab their shoulders and just navigate them to the Kingdom Hearts section? <laughs> I wanted to just like ring the throat and be like, You're, how are you so stupid? But like, yeah, I just. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else would you, what do you think goes in this? Do we, do we, we probably have to have Resident Evil 4 in in the time capsule because it's like all third person games are coming from that basically right um, that and win back but then again it's like Resident Evil 4 is great what about Dead Space would a Dead Space belong in there oh you know what we'd have to put in that this time capsule PT I think that would actually be the horror game to represent this time one. that would be a yeah. really good one uh you know, and then, and then it'll bleed. There yep. you go. Yes. Perfect. Perfect Done. list. That was the list. That was it. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Halo Combat Evolved. Yep. Okay. I'm that that one. We'll sneak that one in. Oh, Halo. Also, if we're th- if we're talking about like this generation, it's either got to be Undertale or Earthbound. I think that that those are the two maybe RPGs that <laughs> I would say probably. It would well, have to be Undertale. Over Earthbound. Yeah, because I feel like if, if you're going to do like a another RPG, it would be something like, wow, be like World of Warcraft. 
Um, I'm not. I'm, and I'm not about to put that shit in a time capsule. Okay, we got we got one more question. We got to yeah. get through, and I have a feeling we're going to be talking about it for a while. So let's let's get to it. Oh yeah, this is going too. This is from. Um, I mispronounce this name wrong every time. Uh, I'm just going to say Sudakis this week. This is from Sudakis. What unique gaming convention would you like to see make a return? And not like a convention as in like a con that you go to, but like a weird gaming form factor, like Mm -hmm. dual screens for the DS, light guns, motion controls, a dance pad. Like what weird. Hold on, Grace. You are not you are not doing Mr. Uh, Sudakis here. uh, Proper justice. They said light guns, double screens like DS, properly implemented motion controls. Okay, And uh Dude, uh, I would properly implement a motion controls making a return. I would like them to they make never an, left. I would like them to make an entrance. An entrance. They were never <laughs> oh here. My God. All right, Derek. If you would, um, if you were willing to play Just Dance, then you would see. I am your willing mind to. I've, I've played lots of it. Oh, a little bit. I own six of them. With uh, one, two, three, yeah. four, five. Six. Yeah, I own six. Uh, Just Dance. Uh, one, two, three, four, 2014, and 2017. Yeah. My Wii. So don't even, don't even, at don't me. even. I'm sorry. Um, I feel like light guns, if I was going to pick something well, okay. from that list. Probably light guns. However, I feel like the issue with this question is that it's making me choose favorites. And that is difficult, man, because I think all of these things dual screens, light guns, motion controls, dance pads, uh, those all have their unique, stupid, amazing things. Mm-hmm. It's I can't play favorites. <sighs> but it probably will be light guns. Um, I can't play favorites, but I will. Light guns. Okay. I will. It is. All right. It is very difficult to play favorites. But I will have to choose probably light guns. Yeah. I guess. That's one in particular that's sort of so close and yet so far away in terms of. Yeah, I I think what pro- the problem was is like uh, real time, like you know, first person shooters became so big in such a, a huge way, and then all the light gun games just became like those dumb Cabela hunting games. Yeah, which actually I've never even played any of them. I don't even know if they're good. I've seen the the plastic Wii toys, you know, in various thrift stores and such, and they seem like a lot of fun. I don't know if the games themselves are actually any good, but I feel like that kind of gobbled up the light gun scene. Um, and uh, the likes of Point well, Blank besides, and Time Crisis got gobbled up. people playing a shooter, wanting to play a shooter not on a mouse and keyboard? Yeah, I think like, I, I I do. We're, we're just, I feel like that the space is very locked in. That, yeah, that. yeah, I think that's why, because first person shooters are what they are, the idea of like, I'm shooting stuff, but like not, not I'm not doing my, I'm not doing my no scope 360s. I got an, I'm using my hands like a child. Like, no, I don't, I would be, I feel like you'd have to do some kind of like throwback thing. I don't know if you could do it on a, on a large scale, but man, I, I would be cool if it came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, that, that feels like a good place to wrap it up. So I don't know if you could hear that. My, my dog just our, coughed. Our, yeah, yeah. Our dog is, is, he's fine. You okay, buddy? He's doing good. <laughs> Swallowed air wrong. <laughs> but that's, I, yeah, that's going to do it. So, Hey, this is uh stop skeleton podcasting. Uh, this is the second podcast here for the month of August. This is one of those uh, months where we got we got five, got five Mondays in this month. We used to do uh, we record an episode on the first and the third Monday 
of the month. Um, so then what are we going to do for like the fourth and fifth year? Ah, we typically just don't do them. So we will do uh, another episode on September 5th. Yeah. And um, it will be my birthday in between now and the next podcast. So get your birthday wishes. Oh, yeah. In. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. So that's fun. We'll I'm excited. Surprise birthday. We'll, we'll probably podcast, we'll Grace. probably talk about um, I'm having I know I talked about on the podcast before I wanted to do a fancy birthday party and I think I have one locked in which I will I'll reveal how it went. Yeah. You know, for the next podcast on the 5th at 4 p.m. PT. But until then, thank you guys yeah. for listening, um, for supporting us. Thank you so much. And we will see you soon yeah everyone have a good night stay powerful